Now on to the report. Welcome back to Reborn Report. I'm DJ Pfeiffer. And I'm Don Pfeiffer. And today we're continuing our topic on grace and faith. And we're going into the topic of believe and receive. Well, in Ephesians 2.8, it says we're saved by grace. That's God's part. Through faith, right. which is our part. Right. And I think that's often misunderstood. That grace is what God does for us, and it's independent of us. Mm. It has nothing to do with us or it wouldn't be grace, right? Think about it. Yet still, many people think that they earn it through their actions of faith, they call it, of some sort. But the truth is, grace is something that was done by God before any of us ever had a problem. That's right. That's a wonderful Bible truth. However... And this is the key. It does take faith on our part to release God's grace in our lives, in our situations. Yeah. And also, there are a lot of people that don't understand that it's God who provides everything. They think that we, by our faith, can make God move or do something for us, which both are equally wrong. That's right. We aren't saved by grace alone. Neither are we saved by faith alone. For God's provision to manifest in our lives, they must be put together and understood and applied properly, like it's we said, like it's stated in Ephesians 2.8. Saved by grace through faith. Right. Biblical faith isn't something you do and then God responds to you. Mm. And if you're thinking this way to any sort of degree, then you aren't operating in true Bible faith. Really, that's legalistic and religious. And it's the reason that many people aren't seeing that many blessings manifest in their life, DJ. That's a good point. Faith isn't something that you do to get God to do something for you. No, it took me a long time to see this and to understand it. And a lot of disappointing prayers that seem to go unanswered. Yep. Faith is just our positive response to what God has already accomplished by grace. And faith is how you appropriate and receive what God has provided. Yeah, and I know we've been talking about this for a while now, but we believe that many Christians need better understanding of this topic. Absolutely, we all do. And I know that may sound that this stuff might sound radical, but God does not move when you believe him. An example, what? yeah, people would probably think that's crazy, yeah. but God does not move just because you believe him. An example would be if you believe God for healing in your life, he doesn't respond to you and then heal you. Yeah, I know that's probably a very popular belief in our church today, but it's just a religious belief. The Bible truth is revealed to us in Peter 2.24 that says, by his stripes, you were healed, past tense. 2,000 years ago. Yeah, that can be. You were healed. Yep. And even though that's difficult for us to understand, that's the truth. That's the Bible truth. That's not just our opinion. Right. That's what it says. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ, on his way to the cross, took those stripes on his back, like it says so in Matthew, 
uh, 27, uh, around verse 26. The biblical truth is Jesus isn't healing people today. Nope, he's not. He healed them 2,000 years ago. Yep. We just haven't learned to receive it. All the power that was necessary to heal every sickness, every infirmity, every disease for the entire human race, including COVID-19, was generated over 2,000 years ago. I know this is a different teaching that many of you probably haven't heard before, but it's absolute biblical truth, and you can believe it. And here's another radical statement that is biblically true. Well, Dad, if it's biblically true, you know you can believe it. That's right. That's true. The very instant you received the Lord and became born again, God placed inside of you raising from the dead power on the inside. Yep. That's not my opinion. DJ, read Ephesians chapter 1, starting with verse 19. Now, I know we've read this before, but it's important to repeat it. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. Who's the power for? Us who believe him. Okay. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Wow. So the truth is, you don't need God to heal you. You don't need God to do anything for you. He has already done it. And... On top of that, he's placed, raised from the dead power on the inside of your born-again spirit. Yeah. Christians today just need to understand what has already been provided by grace, and then we need to learn how to release that provision into your soul and into your body through our faith. You know, a proper understanding of this will transform your life. Blessings will manifest in your life. When you quit trying to get God to do something and start believing in what he's already done. Yeah, then you'll be putting faith in grace instead of putting faith in what you can do to make God move. And I think that's where many people are missing it. <laughs> that's good, DJ. Say that again. What did I say? I th <laughs> uh, then you'll be putting faith in grace, God's grace, instead of putting faith in and whatever you might be able to do that you think will make God move. Boy, that's good. That's absolutely, you, you hit the nail right on the head. Thank you. You can't use a hammer very good. You choke up on it. I watch you nail nails. You know, <laughs> I want to be more accurate than power. <laughs> well, you hit it right there. You see, when you think that your healing is yet to come, and in the name of Jesus, you're going to try to get it, really, you're just operating in doubt. I know, you see, even though that sounds positive what you're doing, the truth is you're not sure if and when you're going to get healed. But on the other hand, if you say, I'm already healed because God's word says so. And you say, I'm going to refuse to let myself, my feelings, or anyone else take away from me what God has already provided, what he's mm -hmm. already done. There you go. Then that is biblical Bible faith in action. And Bible faith works. Yep. Because God's word cannot fail. That's right. God said himself, my words don't return to me void. They accomplish what I set them out to do. Yep. If God says you're healed, then you best believe you're healed. Yeah. If you want healing. We Christians need to know that we are complete in Christ. 
I no longer need to see myself as sick or trying to get well. I'm well because God has placed his power on the inside of me. And I no longer need to try to get God to move on my behalf. Mm. You see the difference? Yeah. I know this sounds radical. And in truth, it is radical. Simply because God's supernatural power over sickness and death is very radical to our normal way of thinking, isn't yeah, it, TJ? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but once you understand this fundamental Bible truth, it'll change your perspective. And you'll be able to see and understand that the Christian life isn't about trying to get God to do anything for you. No, you're right. It's about us renewing our minds to the truth of God's word, and then through our faith, receive the physical manifestation of what he's already done. That's right. DJ, read uh, Colossians 1, just one verse, one, chapter 1, verse 27. Colossians 1, 27. For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for you Gentiles too. That's us. And this is the secret. Christ lives in you. There's the secret. That's the secret. Christ <laughs> lives in you. This gives you assurance of sharing his glory. So Christ lives in us. Now read uh, Colossians, go on, see what he says later on in chapter 2, I think verse 9 and 10. Colossians 2, 9 and 10. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Mm. So you are complete through your union with Christ. Who is? Us, you, you, me. Why? Us. Why are we complete? Well, because of our union with Christ. Oh, there you go. Who is the head over every ruler and authority. Wow. You see, on the inside of every born-again believer, whether you believe it or not, whether you feel it or not, there is the same power that raised Christ from the dead. That's right. Wow, that lives in you, DJ. Yeah. That's awesome. And also, the fullness of the Godhead dwells in our body. Wow, that's amazing. We don't understand that. So the truth is we don't need God to do anything for us when we are already complete in Christ. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, some of you may be struggling to understand this and might say, well, I understand what you're saying, but then why do I get discouraged and why am I depressed sometimes? Well, my answer is simply this. It's because a lot of us, myself included at times, are often so focused on the outside, in our physical bodies. But we are searching with our emotions and feelings. Mm. You see, most people don't understand what they already have in their born-again spirit. DJ, read Galatians 5, uh, starting with verse 22. That'll give us a good understanding of this. Galatians 5, 22, I think it goes through 25. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to the cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. You know what that's also saying? Mm. We, we, we need to nail to the cross our old way of thinking. Yep. 
our natural. The Bible says, do not be conformed to this world, but be... Cornformed? Conformed. <laughs> Don't be conformed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be tr- uh, conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What's cornformed? <laughs> I don't know. Sound like our corn dog from last week. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you always got to pick on me? You see, all these great qualities from God aren't just out there. And if you pray hard enough, we live holy enough, we do all the right things, then God will give us these blessings. No. And that sounds silly, but a lot of people do think that way. We all think that way. It's wrong. Yeah. It's religion. It's religion. Yep. That's why I hate religion. It's not biblical. You don't have this saying, in order for something to be scriptural, what do you got to have for it? Scriptures. Scriptures. You know, God's word tells us that all these things are already in our born-again spirit. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every moment of your life, it's there. Mm. The truth is, in our born-again spirit, it's always rejoicing and praising God. Our spirit is never depressed or gets discouraged. Yep. And when we feel depressed or feel discouraged, we might say, oh, God, I don't feel like you're very near me. I don't know where you are. Why aren't you doing this for me? That's never happening in your spirit. No, it's not. No. You see, the truth is we're way too often being controlled by our flesh. Christians today, us included, me and DJ included, have become at times so carnal-minded. Speak for yourself. (laughs) No, yeah, both of us. Partly because of years of wrong religious teaching. Now, I'm not going to blame that on the church, but we have a choice. And also, we are being led by and living by what we see and feel. Yeah. A solid understanding of this is the first step to your recovery. Once you get this revelation in your mind, you'll realize that instead of trying to get healed, you can know that God has already healed you. That's great. And then you'll be able to to defeat uh, the devil and and defend what God has given you. Mm. And you won't let your formal way of thinking, your emotions, your feelings, or anything steal from you what God has already provided by grace. And doesn't the devil steal that from us? That's right. All the time. Well, what's he come to do? Kill, Kill, steal, and destroy. destroy. And he can do that in many ways, right? Yep. Well, if you get an understanding of this, it'll make all the difference in the world to your life. It's made a big difference in mine and DJ's. We're learning it as we go. It's, It's a process. And you'll begin to understand that God's grace is so good. Our study of this has raised my understanding of God's grace to a whole nother level. God's grace is totally complete. It's totally consistent. And here's the key. It's independent of us. It's not based on whether we live holy or have done right or done anything right or wrong. God's grace is always the same. It never fluctuates and it never changes. Even from person to person. That's right. Because God's no respecter of persons. Right. What he does for one, he's willing to do for all. Yep. God doesn't release his power into your life when you get saved, as the Bible says. And then later, if you do something wrong, he pulls it back out. He turns it off. (laughs) No, it's only religion that would teach any such thing. 
No, that's not God at all. Yep. Romans 8, 1 says, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm. Why? Because if you understand grace and you really, really understand, there can be no more condemnation. Well, and because God is love. And he took my sins away. Yeah. <laughs> God's grace is always on, and he's always releasing his power. God's arms are never folded. They're always wide open. Hmm. And he's given us his word, the Bible, for us to get this proper understanding. So his awesome power can be released into our lives through our faith. Right. It's really only our lack of understanding that keeps God, God's power right. from manifesting. That's it. We don't need to plead with God. We just need to start believing that he's already placed everything we need inside of us. That's right. That's an amazing biblical truth. Praise God. We already have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead on the inside of us. That's awesome. Yet still, like today, with all the trouble that's in our world, and there's COVID a lot of it. 19, radical racial injustice, extreme political agendas, a lot of people in the church today are left wondering. Well, why isn't God doing something about it? Yeah. Why isn't God working? I'm sorry. That's wrong. That's religious wrong thinking. I tell you what, it's high time that we Christians stand firm in the truth of God's word. Mm. No matter what we see and feel in the flesh and yeah. in the world around us. You're right. The Bible tells us we are to walk by faith, not by sight, which is a, in two, 2 Corinthians... Five, seven, I think. Yeah, you're absolutely right. See, the truth is, God has already done everything. He moved over 2,000 years ago through the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And everything that God will ever do for the entire human race until he comes again has already been accomplished through that atonement. Mm hmm. When Jesus said, it is finished, it was finished. That's right. He accomplished it. It was done. Yeah. He has provided salvation, healing, deliverance, and complete victory for everyone that will believe. Romans 8.37 says, we are more than conquerors through Christ who loves That's us. That's right. That's a good scripture. Well, how can that be? How can we be more than conquerors? Because of God's grace. Right. And only we can only understand these scriptures when we see how grace is, how it really is, and how it's independent of us. It's true, people. And it's the good news. God is love. And God's grace is so good. And it has already been provided for you. He's provided everything you'll ever need to live a happy, satisfied life. That's, that's right. The real issue is, will you believe it so you can receive it, or will you doubt and go without? Did you come up with that all yeah. on your own? You like that? Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to stop. I think that's a good line to end on. <laughs> well, coming up in our next segment, we're going to do our top five TV shows. We did our top five movies a while back, so now we're going to... TV shows. We're going to get away from the food thing for a week or two. Yeah. And uh, next week, I'm going in to have surgery to get my teeth fixed. 
And uh, I'd like you all to pray for me and that God's healing power will manifest in my life. I'm believing to get healed quick so we don't miss any podcasts. Get this over and done with, and I'll have a better smile. And I'll be really handsome. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But if the... But I appreciate all your prayers. Since since he's getting his mouth surgerized, that's technical terms there. Okay, he might. We might not Wait be able. Wait a minute. To, you're gonna be a. You're gonna be a yeah, doctor, surgerized. and you're gonna say surgerized. <laughs> he's, he's gonna have mouth surgery, so well, we might not be able to do the fun stuff for a oh, week or two. We'll do it. I'm believing for healing. I know, but I'm just saying. I'm we, already healed. Okay, but you're taking off work. <laughs> so we might not be able to eat food for a couple Well, of... even if I have to eat yogurt for a week, I'll be okay. But what I'm saying is we might not be able to do the second half oh. fun stuff. So well, we might have a few short episodes. Oh, we'll see what, ha- we'll we'll see see what, what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. If you see a couple short episodes coming up in the next couple of weeks, that's why. We'll be back. Okay, we're back ready to do our top five TV shows. Okay, who's going to go first? Well, do you have any honorable mentions? I have a couple. Yeah, it, to narrow it down to just five is really hard. It is. I mean, there's been, well, I'm 62 years old. There's been a lot of TV shows in my lifetime. <laughs> You're only 21. So I've got like four times the time on you of TV watching. <laughs> and you watch a lot of TV. <laughs> well, I'm going to give, I have three honorable mentions. I do too. You do? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give you mine first. All right, let's hear Because I'm older than you. Okay. And I'm not, not in any particular order. My three honorable mentions are Cheers. Never seen it. Have you seen Cheers? Never seen it. It's it. about a bar. Yeah, I know. I know about it. Never seen it. Uh, Friends. You watched Friends? Yeah, when it was on. You did? It's kind of sappy, though. Yeah, kinda a little cheesy. A little girly. But it was still I'm glad you made still, an honorable mention though, because it's not on my list it's still, anywhere. You're not. It's still a good. It was a good series. It ran a long time and it was very popular. Yeah, I know. People would be mad at us if it wasn't on either of our lists. And my last one, which was one of my favorites, was Mash. Mm, I have seen some of that. That Alan Alda was fantastic in Mash. Yeah. And Klinger, he dressed up like a a, a girl to try to. He's always trying to get out of the army, so he dressed in girls' clothes. This is back before cross dressing was popular. There you go. <laughs> he tried to he tried to get out of the army by wearing girl and it didn't work. You want to hear my honorable mentions? Yeah. Okay. So my first honorable mention is Boy Meets World. Never saw it. That's a TV show. Yeah. It was like a. It started off as a little kid show, but then like as they grew up, it became like a sitcom. Okay. So that's why I didn't make my list is because it was like a little kid show. Okay. But it was funny. Never saw it. And my second honorable mention is Big Brother slash The Challenge. Oh, <laughs> you make me watch that sometimes. I hate You that. like Big Brother. The Challenge. You like The Challenge, too. Well, The Challenge is different than Big Brother, isn't it? Well, yeah, they're different things, but it's like the same competition but the reality show the challenge, genre. Wait a minute. The Challenge is a little bit less... Drama. Drama. And more action. And more action. That's why I can tolerate that one. But you liked, you liked uh, Big Brother when I made you watch that, too. No, I like Challenge better. I remember you'd say, when are we going to watch Big Brother? Uh, because I like saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last honorable mention, yeah. this would have made my list, but I wanted to keep my list to all sitcoms. So my last honorable mention is America's Got Talent. 
That's only an honorable mention. Mary well, I wanted to keep my list okay, to all sitcoms. I understand. Because well, I, that's my favorite you know, and I TV I, show genre. And I understand that because with everything that goes on in our life and the world and stuff, it, to sit and watch a sitcom is, is an escape from all the trouble. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm going to start with my number five. Okay. Saturday Night Live. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> SNL. How can you have not have SNL with all the great comedians? Yeah, and all the great actors. You know, most of my shows have skits. have people from SNL on it. All the great skits, yeah. some of the funniest things. Yeah, sweaty balls, Celebrity Jeopardy, Celebrity Jeopardy. That's our favorite. <laughs> that's our favorite Celebrity Jeopardy. And uh, something about living in the van down by the river. Yeah. Oh man. It's so the, funny. The Christmas, Adam Sandler's Thanksgiving song. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah, the Hanukkah song. Oh. How can you not have Saturday Night Live? I completely Live? forgot about SNL. I, I win, you lose without SNL. All right, you want to hear my number five? Yep. It's a show you've seen before. Okay. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Remember that show? Yeah, I guess. It's got uh, it's Andy Samberg in it's it. It's kind of funny. It's a cop show, but it's funny. It's kind of funny. Here, I'll read you the... It, to me, it got a little bit monotonous. You want to hear the synopsis? You know how I'm, I am okay, about you, the synopsis. You're about synopsis, okay. Detective Jake Peralta, a talented and carefree cop with the best arrest record, has never had to follow the rules too closely or work too hard. That changes when Ray Holt, a man with a lot to prove, becomes the new commanding officer of Brooklyn's 99th Precinct. As Holt remains Peralta... Wait, what? As Holt reminds Peralta to respect the badge, an extremely competitive colleague, Detective Amy Santiago, starts to close in on the hotshot cop's arrest record. Other members of the precinct include Sergeant Terry Jeffords, a devoted family man, Detective Charles Boyle, a hard worker who idolizes Jake, and Rosa Diaz, a sexy yet intimidating detective. Civilian man office manager Gina Linetti is tasked with cleaning up everyone's mess while somehow f getting involved, while somehow getting involved in everyone's business. You know they make that that synopsis as you call it, it makes it sound so serious. Well, yeah. When that show is just a big joke. Well, if any, if any of you know Andy Samberg, you know how he acts. Yeah. It's all just like really goofy. Yeah. But I love that show, Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's written by Mike Skur. There's some funny parts in it. Mike Skur. He's, I'll mention him again later a couple of times. All right, I'm moving on. Okay, me too. My number four top TV show, mm -hmm. and this is a fairly new show, and I didn't know where to put it, but I had to have it in my top five because I really enjoy it. Okay. The Masked Singer. Oh, really? You put that in there, huh? Yeah, I like that. And when I first heard about it, I thought it was a stupid show. Yeah, I remember when we first concept. watched it, we were like, what is this? But then as you watch it, you, you start participating in it. And you're trying to guess who this is. And yeah, and who's good at guessing who it is? You. But I think you cheat. I, how would I cheat? Because I you look know. it up ahead of time. One time ahead I know you time. look. Yeah, you look it up. Not when we watch it live. How oh, am I supposed to look I, it up ahead of time when we watch it you, live? You, you somehow cheat. I don't cheat. Okay, what's your number four? My number four is Community. You've seen this as well. Oh, yeah. Well, it's got Chevy Chase. It's got Chevy of, Chase in <laughs> it. One of our favorite actors. Yep. It's yeah. about a community college and a group of misfits, basically, that it's get together. It's kind of weird, though. It is really weird, it's but weird. I love it. It's okay. funny. Let me let me read you the synopsis. Okay, here we go. Your synopsis. When fast-talking lawyer Jeff Winger, who's Joel McHale, actually, the mass Singer has Ken Jeong in it. This also has Ken yeah. Jeong in it. And I believe that other guy was on The Masked Singer, too, wasn't he? Joel McHale. He was, was just a gu guest yeah, judge. Yeah, guest judge. Yeah. 
Okay, when fast-talking lawyer Jeff Winger finds his degree has been revoked, he is forced to go back to school at Greendale Community College. Hoping to score points with a pretty co-ed, he invents a study group and invites her to join it. Imagine his surprise when she's not the only one who shows up to help with Spanish from the board-certified tutor he proclaims himself to be. Though his command of the language is anything but good, the members continue to meet and end up learning a lot about themselves. Those synopsis are boring. You know why I started watching the show? Why? I saw Chevy Chase was in it. So I started watching it. <laughs> it's and he pretty plays, funny. He plays like the same character as he does in all the movies. There's really in. funny things in there, but then there's some stuff that's kind of dumb. Well, that, that's your opinion. Yeah, maybe. All right, moving on. My number three best TV show of all time, mm-hmm. and you're going to love it. All right. Oak Island. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Oak Island. I knew that should have been. They're going to find something good on that island. You've been watching it for years now. Hey, they and all found they found is a coin or an acorn or a piece of wood or a belt buckle. It's a Bobby Dazzler. <laughs> it's a Bobby Dazzler. They find these little trinkets. But you know, they're going to find something serious. Yeah, I bet. The Ark of the Covenant? Uh, boy, I don't know. I doubt it. I I I doubt God's going to let the what's it Laginas what's Laginas, her, yeah. find the Ark of the Covenant. Marty and Rick. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but there's something there. There's something there. Yeah, that's what you keep saying. Although it could have been discovered, and the pirates could have taken it back off. <laughs> no, you remember there was one uh, slave that was working on the island. Oh he yeah, became rich. He, he became found rich. everything. He probably dug he it. Found up. everything. Yeah. It's all gone. Yeah, but all it's right. interesting. You want to hear my number three? Yep. It's a show we've been watching recently. Okay. Can you take a guess at what it is? Parks and Rec. Oh, Parks and Rec. Now, I will say that I like Parks and Rec above the other one you said, uh, Community. What about Brooklyn Nine-Nine? And I like it better than that. I would say Brooklyn Nine-Nine, then Community, then Parks and Rec. This is what I'll say. I just started watching Parks and Rec a little bit ago. I don't know why I haven't watched it before now. But I just started watching it. I'm not even all the way through it, and it's already my number three favorite TV show of and all time. Isn't that by the same writers? Same that did Community. Yep, same no, no, oh. The Office. Oh, The Office, which I'll mention again oh, later. Parks. Oh, so The Office is in there. You remember how I said Mike Skur created Brooklyn Nine Nine? I forgot about The Office. You remember? Yeah. Well, he also created The this. Office. No. Oh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Let me read you the synopsis. If you've never seen Parks and Rec, first here we reason. go. The synopsis. Leslie Nope. A mid-level bureaucrat in an Indiana Parks and Recreation Department. You know, she played on Saturday Night Live. She did, yep. Hopes to beautify her town and boost her own career by helping local nurse Ann Perkins turn an abandoned construction site into a community park. But what should be a fairly simple project is stymied at every turn by oafish bureaucrats, (laughs) selfish neighbors, government red tape, and the myriad of other challenges. Leslie's colleague, Tom Haverford, who delights in exploiting his position for personal gain, is as likely to undermine her efforts as to help her. While her boss, Ron Swanson, is adamantly opposed to government in any form, even though he's a bureaucrat himself. He's the one I like. He's a libertarian. I love the way that guy acts in that show. he's like the city manager or something like that. (laughs) He's funny. He has a high-level government position, but he hates the government. He he makes that show funny. I love him. It's Nick Offerman. Yeah, I like him. You know who else I really like in that show? Who? Um, uh, Chris Pratt. Who's who's he? He plays Andy Dwyer, the real stupid guy. Oh, yeah. He, He... 
Chris Pratt started basically his career on that show, and now he's really? in like all the Jurassic Park movies, and he was in. Uh, I didn't know that the Marvel movies. Mm. Yeah, so that's my number three favorite show of all yeah, time. That's, it's that's a good show. I I I think that should be on the list. Yeah, I like that one. So what's your number two? Seinfeld. That's my number two. Is it? Yeah, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Seinfeld. Kramer. How can you not? Okay, wait. That's why I wore that's that shirt. Why you today. wore that Seinfeld shirt. Well, and we, what did we name one of our dogs? Kramer. Kramer. One of our newest uh, male dogs. In, his name's Kramer. His name's Kramer. So I can go, Kramer, get over here. <laughs> That's Kramer, funny. stop eating all my food. That show is always funny. Yeah, I love that show. You want me to read the and synopsis? It was, it was a long running series too. This synopsis is extremely short. All right, go ahead. So that was your number two as that well. That was my huh? number two. Okay. Here's the synopsis. Four single friends, comic Jerry Seinfeld, bungling George Costanza, frustrated working Gail Elaine Bennis, and eccentric neighbor Cosmo Kramer (laughs) deal with the absurdities of everyday life in New York City. It was the show about nothing. Remember when they were pitching the show, they called it the show about nothing? It was good humor, though. I love it. And we watch the reruns all the time still. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's one of my. It's my second favorite show of all time. That could easily have been number one. It, yeah, it could have. All right, here we go. My number one movie, and you're going to disagree, but it's one we watch every week, and we get a lot of entertainment from it. Was it one current. of my honorable the re- mentions? The, re- the reason I didn't vote uh, for Seinfeld is because no longer on the air. So I wanted something that's current to be my number one. I don't know why. None of my shows are currently on the air except for Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Well, America's Got Talent. Yeah. Well, I know that's your favorite show. You you it, love it. Yeah, well, it's just entertaining yeah, to see all those is. different forms of people doing different things. It's, well, what other show can you watch? A comedian, a magician, a dancer, and a singer all compete within the same hour. And the judges on it are good. Yeah, I like and, Howie. And who's the um, commentator? Oh, it's uh, Terry Crews now. Terry Crews. He's, he's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I like that show. You, so that's your number one? Yeah, that's my show, number huh? one. Yep. You want to know what mine is? You already know what it what? is. You know what it is. No, I don't. What is my favorite show of all time? The Simpsons. The Office. Oh, The Office. I have watched yeah. The Office 33 times through. Well, don't you have a Dwight Shoop hat and Dwight... Dwight Schrute hat. Something about his turnip farm hat. Oh, I've got a Shrute Farms hat. Yeah. yeah. It's it's beats, by the way, not uh, whatever he has. Yeah, I've got a Dwight hat. Shrute Farms. Yeah. That 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 show is funny, but then sometimes it can be stupid. No, it's always funny. Yeah, I guess so. It was it was very popular. Yeah. It's still it's like one of the time. most watched shows on Netflix. Yeah. And it's been off the air for however long now. It came out in like two thousand and five or something like that. But if I had to watch either the Office or Seinfeld, I'm probably going to watch Seinfeld. I'm probably going to watch The Office. You are? Yeah. Okay. Let me read you a synopsis for okay, anyone who has never seen it somehow. <laughs> yeah. How, how would that be? <laughs> I don't know. Or ever heard about it. So uh, The Office was originally a British show. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't know The that. U.S. version is an adaptation of the British show. I didn't know so that. So the first season is the season that most people like the least, and it's because it's copied directly from the British show. <laughs> well, mostly. The first episode is for sure. This U.S. adaptation set to a paper company in Scranton, Pennsylvania, has a similar documentary style to that of the Ricky Gervais-led British original. It features the staff of Dunder Mifflin, a staff that includes characters based on the characters 
from the British show and quite possibly people you work with in your office. <laughs> There's Jim, the likable employee who's a bit of an every who's bit of an every man. I don't know what that means, but Jim has a thing for the receptionist turned sales rep Pam because office romances are always a good idea. There is also Dwight, the successful coworker who lacks social skills and common sense. And there's Ryan, who has held many jobs at the company. I don't get why this synopsis doesn't even mention Michael Scott. I know it. Well, hey, it's your synopsis. Well, it's not my synopsis. It's a synopsis on Well, Google. there it is, folks. There's our top five TV shows. Send us your top five. We'd like to see what you think is your top five shows. And like we mentioned earlier, Dad's going to be having some tooth surgery. So if you have any ideas for us to do fun stuff during that time that might not involve eating large amounts of food. I think we should next podcast do a ice cream taste test and what do you mean by that different flavors or? yeah but well it, it becomes so opinionated if you do different flavors and different kinds why don't we do different brands of vanilla ice cream so the most common flavor let's pick out popular brands that most people would know and just get their basic vanilla and see which one we like the best that'd be good for your tooth surgery too and if i got no teeth or <laughs> a sore mouth i can do that all right, so if you guys want to see that, comment, let us know. Also, Deej, I'm wearing our Buffalo, my Buffalo Bills hat today. You know why? Why? The stinking New England Patriots got Cam Newton this week. <laughs> I think that was last week, actually. Well, last week they got him? I don't know. Well, you know, he's still good. He didn't play last season because of his foot. Yeah, but they don't know how good he's going to be afterwards. He, well, he had a whole season to mend, and the guy was good. Yeah. But we and got I'm, Josh Allen. And, and I'm thinking, okay, the Bills got a chance now because Tom Brady's, Tom gone. Brady's gone. So the Bills finally got their chance. Although I, think, although I think Tom Brady was getting, he's still very good. Probably the best quarterback of all time. Don't get me wrong. I like the guy. I just didn't like him because he was against you us. You think he's the GOAT, huh? He, but he was, you could see that his skills were diminishing. He's still very smart. Smartness never diminishes. But... uh so I'm thinking, okay, we got a chance to beat him in Belichick, you know, smartest coach, smartest quarterback that always, they always win. And now Cam Newton, probably the most athletic quarterback there ever was. Well, I don't know if I'd say that. You ever hear of a guy named Lamar Jackson? Well, yeah, but he's not on their league. On their league? In our league well, or in our division. division. So anyway, yes, you're right. We do have, who do we have? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. And who's the new uh Wide receiver we got in the offseason. Stephon Diggs. Right. So I think the Bills are going to do good this year. You want to make a prediction on their season? As long as they got the Bills hat on? Yeah, maybe we could do that next week. Okay. Is there an upcoming I think we should, off the cuff, do a prediction. Right how now? Many, how many games are they playing? Yeah, <laughs> I heard that all the preseason was canceled. I don't know. They haven't voted on that yet, I don't think. All right. How many regular seasons games they have? 16? Yeah. I'm going to say 11 and 5. Really? That's better than you've ever given them before. I'm I'm saying eleven and five for the Bills this year. Well, if you want optimistic, I'm going to go twelve and four. Twelve and four? Are you high? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it. We goof around and we have some fun, but um, seriously, uh, thank you for watching our podcast. I hope uh, you get a better understanding of what God's grace is and how. Uh, we appropriate God's grace through our faith. 
Um, God has so much good for us, and he wants only the best for our lives. And to get a good understanding of the Bible truth and the Bible will help you with your relationship with God. We firmly believe it, and it's, we've, it's been evidenced in our own life. So thank you for being part of this. Thank you for liking, commenting, and make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. We average like 50 views a video on the low end. We've gotten up to 250, but we only have 25 subscribers. We're, we're going to 1,000. Reaching for We're going to a thousand once we hit a thousand. We're stopping. No, that's my goal. That's my first goal is to get a thousand views. A thousand views? I want to get a thousand subscribers. Okay. So subscribe to a video. Share it with your friends. Share it with someone that you think will enjoy it. Thank you for listening and watching. We'll see you next week. See you guys. Bye.